Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Author's Journey, highlighting stories of authors in our community here in Ottawa. I'm your host, Moni Dujeji, and I'm very pleased to have with me today on the show an international award-winning Chilean author who lives here in Ottawa, Camilla Ramers. Welcome, Camilla. Oh, thank you, Moni, and thank you for inviting me. It's always a pleasure to, to chat with you, and thank you for coming on to the show. Wonderful. So tell me, uh, Camila, how did you get started um, in your journey as a writer? You're a prolific author. You've written many, many books. We're going to talk about some of them very shortly. But tell me, how did you get started as a writer? Moni, the truth is it's, I never planned anything. Okay. Uh, I never thought about uh, writing besides the fact that I just love writing. So you've been writing okay. since you were a child then? Forever. Okay. Forever. Uh, but I, I just, some people can express their feelings or, or understand what they want from life and they answer their questions throughout life. Yeah. Uh, doing different things, meditating or painting, I, I do it through writing. So yeah. is writing like your meditation? Is this your way I of... I will say it is. Yeah. The interesting thing though is that I do not, I have to write fiction. I write stories. I'm a storyteller. Uh, interesting. So I do not... Um, I do not have a, 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 a diary, a, a journal. A journal, a diary, so you a don't diary. keep a diary. I don't have a diary, I don't okay. keep a diary. I did do that when I was in my teens years ago, but I don't keep a diary. I take very few notes. What I do is I go through life observing and listening. Mm. So you're, you're uh, what we see in some movies where, you know, you have the typical authors going out to a cafe or maybe going for a walk and just observing life and observing people as they go by and just taking notes. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm one of the few people that um, don't use the cell phone on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do on the bus then? How do you use your time on the I bus? I write stories. You write stories I on write the stories. bus. So then do you get inspiration from the people that you see on the bus? Exactly. I mean, oh. uh, that, that story for children that actually is Silvana and you are wonderful. Oh, True. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I think I have it here. You this have it here. there. Yeah, it's uh, this book she here. She did the drawings for that. She book. did the drawings for this book. <laughs> the illustrations by Silvana. Yeah. It's I like your hat. And yeah. Uh, how was I inspired? I just was on the bus and there was a little girl. Yes. That uh, had a beautiful, beautiful hat with a bee and flowers. So yes. everyone that came on the bus, they said to her, I love your hat. <laughs> and the girl was in ecstasy. Yeah. But at one point she started giving back what she received. So there was uh, an Indian guy from India, sick, and she said, I just love your hat. <laughs> That's so cute. And, and she, she was repeating that to different people that came on the bus. And that's how I wrote the story, I like your hat. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's wonderful. What a charming little story. That's fantastic. <laughs> so then you get your inspirations, I see, from just observing and listening and being a good listener mm -hmm. and a good, good observer. But was there someone that personally inspired you um, as a writer to continue to, to develop your craft? Uh, I, I don't think so. Was there an experience <laughs> or something that, in, in, no? Mm, um, to me, life is an experience, so. Okay. Um, if you ask me, and I, if you ask me if there is a book that has influenced me. Yes. I will say no. <laughs> you know, I was asked this question last year. I was at the Banff 
art center mm -hmm. uh, and I was part of an incredible group that really changed my life and it was a course called the art of stillness the art of stillness the art of stillness okay so we were uh, writers and musicians um, dancers mm -hmm. uh, painters and we created together coming from meditation and from a place of stillness and I remember that we were as a group, and at one point somebody said, what's the book that has influenced you the most? And I thought about it, and I realized that I love re reading so much that I can mention a hundred books, and I feel sad for the other thousand that I haven't mentioned. <laughs> I love that. But I realized at that moment that the piece of art that has influenced me the most in my life is a ballet. A ballet? A ballet that is not well known. Uh, it's the, the Spider's Feast. The Spider's Feast? I don't think and, I've heard uh, of that. Russell is the, is the, yeah. the musician, the artist uh, from late 18th century. It's, it's from at least a century ago. And it influenced me so much in my writing, because my writing is movement, um, is, um, for example, when I was a little girl, my favorite books to read were about poetry. Poetry? As a child? As a child. Interesting. And to me, the best part of that was not the reading itself, but to reading aloud, and the sound yeah. of the words. So there is a mm. Cuban uh, writer, uh, Nicolas Guillén, that in his poetry he uses uh, African dialects. And to me it was fascinating, it was almost like hypnotizing to read aloud Calaboy, bambú, bambú, y calabó, calabó, el gran cocoroco, dice, <laughs> and to me it was like, a, oh, <laughs> wow, it's, and, and, and just to listen my own voice aloud and feeling the rhythm and the, the So it's writing. very lyrical, it's, you're, you connect with like the, the lyricism, the lyrics and the flow yes. of the words and kind of, I, I guess, are you seeing imagery? Are you feeling music? Are you feeling? Feeling. You're feeling. feeling. I'm feeling. I'm a very visual person yeah. and sometimes I see things, yeah. but I think that the most important part is to feel what I'm writing. Um, yeah. And how did you get to that feeling place? Because I understand what you're saying, because many times it's, um, you, we're, in our, we're in our minds, we're in our heads, mm -hmm. and we think about, you know, this could be a good way to write it, this could be a good story, and we're coming at it from the mind. But you're right. talking about coming to a place of feeling, yes. and then feeling the words or feeling the ideas. What is, it that you, what, what is it that you're trying to get to? I think that it comes from a place of stillness. Mm. And if you are really into what you are doing and present, 
yeah. uh, you start feeling what you are doing at that moment and and, and, and lots of experiences come to you mm -hmm. well being in stillness is something that uh, um, I think a lot of authors each in their own way uh, will say if some people maybe go meditate they'll sit and meditate exactly. for a little while others maybe have a ritual Yes. Um, you know, I need to have yes. my computer in a certain way. I need to maybe light a candle. The ritual is it kind of creates that space so that you enter into that uh -huh. stillness. Do you look at writing as a sacred task? Oh yes, yes. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I, I have that I have that yeah. feeling with you as well. So tell me, um, tell me how you approach your craft as a writer. What do you do when you when you're coming? You say you're coming to stillness. Do you meditate first? Do you just look for a feeling? What do you do? Um, I think that the meditation itself is the writing. Your writing is your meditation. Yeah, yeah. I I sit in front of a computer. Mm. Interesting because I I told you I do not keep a diary. I do not uh, write by hand. I truly feel sad for the people that didn't have a computer. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it's magnificent and I sit in front of the computer and I just let ideas flow through my hands that touch the keys of the computer and I start uh, expressing ideas, expressing uh, yeah. things that come from my guts more than from my mind, I would say. Yeah. Well, you know, getting to that place is not, is not easy, eh? Getting to that place where you are in your body in a way, you're in your gut, you're in your intuition, in that feeling place rather than just being in your mind. That's, uh, that's, not, that's not an easy place to, to, to be for many authors because, as I say, it's much easier just to be in the mind and just let the mind go at it. But for you, it's right. the feeling, right? It's the feeling. Yeah, and I can, feel, yeah. I can see it in your words, actually, when I read your words. And uh -huh. you write principally in Spanish, correct? Yes. 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 And then your works are translated into English. Yes. Some, some stories for children I have written both. Yes. The Spanish and the English. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, and I guess you're more, obviously your voice, you find your voice more in Spanish. Uh, most of the time, yes. Yeah. Sometimes I do have the need to, to read in English and, and write in English. In English. Interesting. Yeah. You know what, um, now you, come, you come from Chile. Correct. Mm -hmm. Now, and I'm sure you have a, a story around how you left Chile. Did you how, did you leave it under difficult circumstances? How did you leave yes. the country? Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, you know, we had a coup d'état yep. at that time, yeah. and uh, my husband didn't have a job, so he ended up finding a job in Venezuela. And from Venezuela, we lived five years there. Uh, so I have a Chilean son and a Venezuelan son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And in Venezuela, when they were four and two years old, yeah, five, two years old, we uh, came to Canada uh, because he had uh, a, a scholarship to okay. finish a PhD yes. at the University of British Columbia. Very good. Yeah. And has, um, has that transition from country to country to country impacted how you write? Yes. In what way? Yes. I think that um, I feel that I am more open and I accept different people and different uh, 
type cultures. Uh, it's in in that sense, I think that it has really, really helped me, and also in the process of understanding my own adaptation here in Canada. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. What was the the most difficult adaptation you had to make, being uh, being being here, being in Canada? Interesting. Even though I, uh, it, when I moved to Venezuela, and we have the same language, and I had to speak Spanish, it was more difficult for me to adapt there hmm. than in Canada. Why is that? Probably because it was the first experience. Hmm. Um, so it's the first time I, I, I left family, I left friends. And, and it was hard. I left the country when my baby was three months old, right? So yeah. I found myself in a new place where I met wonderful people that I just love. I keep in touch up to these days. Yeah. But, but it was difficult. It was a difficult transition. Yeah. I was very young. And, um, and I imagine that you're writing. You wrote, you wrote through that process. Um, no. No. Interesting. No. no, I didn't. I was too busy carrying my babies everywhere okay. <laughs> and and just keeping things and working. So no. Okay. But when I came to Canada, uh, it was less difficult because I already had the experience, right? Right. Uh, even though I didn't have the language. Right. Right. Still have this strong Spanish accent. Yes. <laughs> a very inviting accent. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to continue our conversation in, in just a moment. We do have to go to break. Please stay tuned, everyone, as we continue our conversation with, with international award-winning author Camila Ramers. We'll be right back. everyone and welcome back to the author's journey. I'm your host Moni Dujeji and today I'm delighted to bring you the story and the writing journey of a Canadian author of a local author here in Ottawa who is originally from Chile who is telling us her journey um, as a writer and the kinds of books that she has written and the inspirations that she's had and I know that you continue you continually create new books you're always writing and you write mm -hmm. for children you write for yes. you write fiction and so yeah. There's a lot that you always have on the go. What are you working on right now? What book are you working on now? Oh, I'm, uh, this will be my fifth novel. Novel, okay. Novel. And I was telling you about uh, the course that I had in Banff last year. Yes. And when they asked me, um, <clears throat> what's the piece of art that has influenced you the most? I said, oh, this ballet, The Spider's Feast. So all of a sudden, everything came just in place. And I said, okay, now I know how to approach my new novel. So uh, this new novel is an expression that combines ballet and literature. Ballet and literature. And literature. Okay, and it's, tell me about uh, that. I think that I'm probably it's going to be named The Spider's Feast. And it's the story of uh, 
a Buddhist nun from Canada. Okay. And her, her journey uh, throughout life and how she got to the place where she is. And I'm in the process of writing, so there are many things that, that are, are in my mind. Yeah. But she was uh, a ballerina when she was a little girl, and, and oh. she did, she always wanted to dance this ballet, the, spider, the Spider's Feast. And part of her journey is going to be in the Atacama Desert. For that reason, I'm planning to go to Chile and spend some time in, in, in the Atacama Desert in a small little town that is named Toconao. <laughs> uh, so I'm already looking at uh, a place where I can stay and, and just uh, write uh, in silence. So is she uh, based, is she autobi is this story autobiographical a little bit? Is it based on, on your, ex I know you're not a Buddhist nun. No, um, and, I, and I wasn't born in Almonte here in Canada either. <laughs> <laughs> so the story takes place in Almonte. In Almonte. Ah, how interesting. <laughs> that would be Almont in English. Almont, <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, yeah. so, but somehow being at this course um, and listening to, and, and just ask, being asked the question and having, being inspired by ballet. Yes. Somehow it wove the two together for you? Yes, but but I did. I, I was a ballerina. You were a ballerina. I was a ballerina. Oh, okay. Yeah. I danced from the age of three to the age of 18 years old. Oh, that's a good long time. It's, it's a good long time. And this ballet really was always something that just, I, I was fascinated by it. And I always wanted to be the spider. The spider. The spider. And I think that because of that, I am not afraid of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> you should speak to my daughter, <laughs> who is afraid of spiders. <laughs> interesting. So, so the experience kind of allowed you to put the, put the two together and create a new novel from it. So yes. that's interesting. So being in that kind of uh, um, a retreat, which I guess you would encourage. You would encourage authors who have the possibility to get away on a retreat to be able to be with other creative individuals, even though it's not their genres. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, to me, it was a life-changing in, in my career as a writer. Yeah. Uh, up to this moment, we are still in touch because we were all so moved by the experience. Um, yeah. And actually, I think that at one point, because I do not plan things, but I just have ideas in my mind. Yes. And I feel that at one point, I would like uh, two of the ballerinas that join me in that course uh, to dance the ballet and a, a musician, a pianist that I also met there, that a wonderful friend, uh, to play it. So you yeah. see your work, your words, as also um, theatrical works or visual works right away. Yes. How interesting. Yes. So as yes. you're writing, are you imagining yes. that it's going, it's visual as yeah, well? Yeah, it's visual. Wow. So when I'm writing, I, I see the, the, the ballerina that um, represents the spider. Yes. And I, actually, I'm writing, and, and even I start <laughs> making <laughs> movements uh, because I feel that I am dancing right uh, there. So the, the the feeling is still that rhythm is with you. The ballet is still with you, and all of that. Oh yes. yeah, that's yes. wonderful. Yes. So this is something that you're working on right now and working through the process. And you said you're going to go to the desert to kind of yes. experience what it was like for this 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 nun exactly. to be in the desert. To be in the desert. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's great that you have that opportunity to do that because not a lot of uh, authors have the possibility to be no. able to be in the setting where the story is going to take place, right? Right, yeah. right. I mean, when, when I wrote this book, eh, the, uh, 
this one, the conventos, cárceles y castillos. Yes, this one. That is the one that won the first prize last year at the International Latino Book Award. That's right, uh, congratulations. As the, as the most inspirational novel. Congratulations. And that book talks about um, Teresa of Avila mm. that lived in the 16th century and uh, a woman that was born in the 20th century. Mm. And for that book, I, I went twice to, to Spain. To Avila, yes, where she's, where Teresa is, uh, yeah. St. Teresa yeah. Yeah. of Avila, yeah. yes. And it, it was a very, very touching, deep experience that I had there. Mm -hmm. Did you go there before you wrote the book or after? While. While you're writing this book? Yeah. 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 While and after. Because last year I was invited to go to the International Book Fair in Madrid. And once in Madrid, uh, I said, oh, I cannot not go, <laughs> okay, go yeah. to Avila. So I went back to Avila. <laughs> and it's very strange because people there, uh, it was almost like waiting for me. They didn't want to charge me at the hostel. Wow. I ended up paying like one day after staying two days. It's, and, and the people in Avila, and I feel so comfortable in Avila. Mm. I, I love it. I love the place. Did you feel that perhaps it was maybe a little bit of the energy or the spirit of yes, the character? I think so. Who was with you trying to facilitate I that? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Do you get that a lot, that feeling that there are others who are working uh, with you as you're writing this, as you're writing your stories? Yeah. 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 I know that uh, one of your, your newer books that just got released is uh, Tiempo de Ser, mm -hmm. which in Spanish, uh, is in Spanish for now, yeah. is called Time. To time be. to be. Time to be. It's a very intriguing title. Time to be. Yeah, what's that, what's that story about? I think that it's time to be yourself, to be whom you are. What I mean about that is if you always wanted to paint, uh, but you have a job from eight to five and you're afraid of leaving that, uh, I think it's time to leave it. Be yourself. It's time to be. Paint. And the other way around, if you, are, if you are a painter and you have always wanted to work from eight to five, <laughs> there you go. stop painting and, yes. and go and apply for that job. Yeah. Um, so this, uh, this book was inspired by a gay couple. Mm -hmm. Tell me about them. Who is this gay couple? Uh, they, are, they are two of the most wonderful <laughs> human beings I've met. Um, my mother was, um, she had Alzheimer's and she was in Chile. Yes. And I was in, uh, here in Canada. Yes. So my brother was looking after my mother and one of them, <coughs> the couple that I'm telling you, uh, used to come every single day. And he's a dentist and, and, and he's a very busy man. Yeah. But he came every single day to relieve and help my brother, to feed my mother, to change her diapers, wow. and to be with her. So to me, he is an angel. And this was uh, your brother's partner? Or no, just a friend? No, uh, no he's, he's uh, from, is the nephew. Nephew, okay, okay. And uh, he, he did that. So among all that, um, we, we were in touch very closely. Yes. And he told me 
uh, all, he's gay, mm -hmm. and he told me all the problems that he had to face in Chile because he's gay mm -hmm. and all the discrimination. And we reached a point where I said, you know what? People have to know this. Uh, I, I want to tell you a story. And they agreed. And from there on, we started talking, talking, talking. We had like hundreds of hours on Skype. Uh, they came to Canada once. Mm. Uh, when I went to Chile, we kept on talking until I, I, I finished the, the novel. So is this a love story? Is this it a is, story? It is a love story. Uh, different types of love. Yes. Because that. we have the love of a grandmother and uh, her grandson. Yes. The story of uh, a man and a woman, the story of two men, uh, the story, the love of two women as well, uh, but like the grandmother and uh, another young woman. Um, mm -hmm. and, and again, in this story, I'm using visual mm. and um, yeah, a, a different art and, and literature. So one of the characters is a painter. And the story, I narrate the story while the painter is painting uh, a, canvas a canvas that is going to finish by the end of the book. Yeah, that's... Uh that's uh, that's a very interesting it's a very interesting way of uh, of approaching it. You know, I'd love to continue this uh, conversation because I know <laughs> there is so much more that we can talk about. Um, but we are coming up to our final minute together. Yeah. Um, I, I want to, to ask you one final question, and that is, you know, what do you hope to leave with the world, with the world, um, with your books? What legacy, if you want to call it that, do you want to leave with your with all the books that you put out? Okay. I do not want to influence everyone, anyone. I just want to live the way I see life yes. and how I found the answers through my writing. How you found your answers through your writing. Yeah. And would you encourage individuals to follow their, their, their writing journeys? Oh, definitely. Yeah. But their writing journey, their painting journey, their anything they do in life journey. Yes. Yes, yeah, that's terrific. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for coming oh, on to the show. Lovely. I really appreciated your time here. Thank and you. thank you all for tuning in uh, to this episode of The Writer's Journey. I hope you enjoyed it and I look forward to seeing you again where we interview another local author with a great story to tell. Thanks again and have a good day.